Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Taran here with us. Hey everyone. How's your week been? Uh, busy, busy. We've been recording stuff. When did we record Free Guy? Was it last week? It was last week. It feels like it was, for some reason it feels like we did it during the week, but no, it was during the weekend. But yeah, it's it's busy and it's I think it's going to get a bit busier for us on the podcast side because we are probably going to be out of lockdown soon. At least uh, in the next two, three weeks. Soonish. Yeah, soonish. Yeah. And uh, then there's all these movies that we're missing out on that are already out. So Venom, Let There Be Carnage came out last week, which we couldn't review because the cinemas aren't yet open. And uh, Dune is coming out next week, officially in, in the cinemas, but we won't be able to watch it yet. We could do a HBO Max on that one, though. We'll see. And then uh, No Time to Die is out in a lot of places as well, and we haven't been able to watch that we still got a bit more time to die with that one a little bit a little bit more (laughs) but this week we're going to be talking about marvel's what if the series it's finally come to an end the ninth episode just aired this week so we've had a bit of time to digest what's happened across the whole series and we're going to be talking about it so in this episode, we'll go through a bit of the background of the show, and then we'll talk about the comic book background, because there is a comic book series, what if comic book series, which we can briefly chat about, and then we'll jump into our thoughts on the series as a whole, non-spoilers, and then we'll do a spoiler breakdown, like we do for all the series that we've done in the past, where we'll go through each episode and we'll just talk about our thoughts on each one, and then we'll do rankings. So rankings of each episode and then rankings of where this particular series stands with respect to the other Marvel series. And finally, we'll do potential other what-ifs that they didn't do in this series and what we'd like to see in Season 2. How does that sound? It's quite a bit to get through. Yeah, a lot to get through. Better get started. Let's get started. So background-wise... Like I said, there's nine episodes. This is the first season. There is going to be a second season. The series revolves around a whole 
multitude of different characters from the MCU, and a lot of them have returning cast members. Some of them don't. But I guess the main character that's in all the episodes is the Watcher, played by Jeffrey Wright. Big baby face. And we've seen the Watcher before, haven't we, in Guardians Volume 2? an end credit scene in the Guardians of Galaxy. But there isn't just one Watcher, right? There's... More than one. There's multiple. There's, yeah. yeah, there's three in that end credit scene. Uh, and but I think there's three. Yeah. In this series, looks like we just follow the... Looks like it's just one of them. The one guy. He's got yeah. a name. It's like Uwatu or something. I think oh. it's Uwatu. Does he ever say his name? Uh, that might be a spoiler, but yeah. <laughs> I think he does. I think it's Uwatu. But yeah, it's it's about these Elseworld stories that revolve around MC characters, but in alternate universes. I guess that's what the whole title suggests as well so it's basically what if something else were to happen that didn't happen in the original timeline of the mcu each episode's 30 to 37 minutes there's a bit of trivia that i have maybe we can talk about later but apparently the episodes were meant to be slightly longer but because of covid and the pandemic they had to shorten some of the episodes and it seems like there was one whole episode that they basically had to cut out because they didn't have time to get it done because of covid restrictions and so on so and we can talk about that more in spoilers as well because when you think about it there is obviously one episode missing and it, it sort of feeds into so it might not be his name might not be uatu i might have made that up i know where i've got that from well he i don't even now. know if it's a name <laughs> yeah it is now it's it's canon now. it is now i've named him uatu whatever you say is canon so it's yeah it's his name is how, how do you spell it uatu Uatu. I'm going to say it's E W. No, E U W. A T U. Uatu. Okay, that's his yeah. name. That's the watcher's name. The watcher in this one. Yes. Anyway. We'll we'll name the other ones later, but that's the, that's this one. That's the name of this one. Yes. All right. So that's that's a bit of background on the show. I'll quickly talk about the comic book background. So there was a what if series that started back in 1977, and it ran a monthly issue between 1977 and 1984. And then it got renewed five years later in 1989 and it ran through to 1998. So it ran for quite some time. And then since then, they've had sort of offshoot issues of what-if stuff that they've done uh, every now and then. But the first what-if story that they did, uh, do you want to guess what it was? Uh, What if? Think about the time it came out. So the time it came out. What, What time was it? 1977. So there were... Certain characters that were more popular back then. 1977? Yeah. It would be like a Spider-Man thing, I think. Yeah. What if Spider-Man was dead? (laughs) 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 What if Spider-Man did not get bitten by a spider? What if someone else got bitten by a spider? That is actually one of the stories, but it wasn't the first one. The first one was, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? Oh, okay. Which is not really like, I don't know, like he, he... he works with the Fantastic Four in That's, some... Yeah, it's not really a what if. Yeah. I like my one better. What if Spider-Man was dead? <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of what happens in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, right? Well, one of the Spider-Men dies. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty much, yeah. And what if, the in terms of the, the other one that you said, what if someone else got bitten by the spider? They've done that before as well. And I guess that's also kind of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse as well. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's get into our thoughts on the show. Just high level, non-spoiler. So if you haven't seen the show, uh, we're going to keep it non-spoiler for for a little bit, and then we'll tell you clearly when we're jumping into spoilers. 
we'll jump into positives and negatives. So I'll start with one positive. I thought the so I was a little bit apprehensive about the the animation style when I saw the trailers. I was like I wasn't quite on board with it, but the way they did it in the show was pretty good. I liked it. There were some effects that they did, especially in the last two episodes. It felt like very comic booky as well. It felt like you were what would have been um, drawn in a comic book, uh, especially some of the effects that they did. So I, I liked it. I liked it in the end. The, the animation or just the show in general? Oh, the show. I guess the show Both. in general as well. Yeah. But yeah, the animation yeah. <laughs> I liked as well. The stories the stories that they did range from pretty pretty good, like pretty cool, to some of them I was, I was not One quite, of them's not good. Yeah. Well, one of them's not good, in my opinion, and... The rest of them, I actually really enjoyed. I thought the rest were all good to some level. I guess they're just anthology stories, so they just tell you just an offshoot story that they couldn't do in the MCU. And I would say these stories are a bit, in general, they're a bit darker, and they don't really end that well. Some of them are pre- pretty sad, like, yeah, in terms of the episodes, because if they did that in the actual movies, in the actual MCU, I guess it wouldn't be as well received because... The bad, the good guys don't always win, I guess, which which might not go down well with some of the audiences if they did that in a movie. But since this is just a TV show and the episodes are like half an hour long, they got creative license to do some pretty dark and different storylines, which I appreciated. Any other positives? Look, I think the overall show is a pretty good, pretty positive. I I don't have that much negatives either. I just didn't like the first episode. Other than that. After the first episode, I didn't think the series would be that good, and I wasn't uh, I wasn't keen on it. But yeah, uh, following that, it's been it's been really good, and I think it goes height to height. Animation's good, everything's good, writing's good, voice acting sometimes not so good, but most of the time it's been pretty good. Yeah, so some of the characters that couldn't get the original voice or the original actors to voice them, mostly it was fine, but. I guess one particular character, you could tell that it's, it's definitely not not the actor. Mm. Like, it was very obvious that it was not the actor. The yeah. other ones I couldn't... Look, I didn't, mind, I didn't mind the actors that they couldn't get back. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And you could tell, like, someone's doing an impression of it. But it's still decent uh, voice acting. But some of the voice actors aren't good voice actors. <laughs> like, some of the returning cast aren't good voice actors. Oh, okay. So, they're... The better yeah. actors than voice actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could tell that they've never done voice acting before. Yeah, potentially. Um, oh, we can talk about mm. it more in spoilers. But in terms of the actors that, and I don't think this is really a spoiler. I think everyone already knew it because they announced the cast before the show even started, um, before they even started making the show. But Robert Downey Jr. isn't back and Chris Evans isn't back. I think those are the two big ones. And I guess Scarlett Johansson wasn't in it, right? I don't think so. Yeah, she wasn't. Yeah. No. I think those yeah, those three were the main ones that I noticed. And I think Tom Holland wasn't in it either. Yeah, he wasn't. But that one I didn't I didn't notice as much. I think the Spider Man one was fine. But yeah, like, I think you're right. Like some of the voice acting was good and some of it wasn't as good. It's not overly bad though. It's not like bad enough that it distracts you from it. It's just uh it's not excellent. I did have I guess one small negative in that some of the episodes you kind of have to suspend your disbelief and they kind of break the rules within the episode sometimes. I could get into, get, it, get into it more in spoilers, but um, yeah, there was there was a couple of episodes where I was like, I, I had to suspend my disbelief a little bit just to, just to go with what was happening. 
Um, and this was more But on it's what if. Yeah, it's what if. Yeah. So, um, it's it, what if you could su- suspend your disbelief? That's what the episode was called. Yeah. Well, some of them left me wondering <laughs> what if. <laughs> that wasn't a great joke. I'm not <laughs> I liked my one better, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else? I, I don't think we have too much to talk about non spoilers. So, if we, we can jump into spoilers. No, let's just dive in. So, I, get a con- I give it a cognitive recalibration. It's worth a watch. I think if you don't like Marvel, you're not going to like it. It's not going to bring you on board i think you definitely have to have previous knowledge of the marvel movies to appreciate this if you don't like marvel i don't think there's anything coming up that's going to bring you on board it's all if you don't like marvel there's nothing nothing's going to bring you on board now it's it's too late yeah probably unless the only thing i feel like it might bring like it might bring a another audience is maybe like miss marvel or something maybe miss marvel might nah <laughs> no nah? i feel like nah like those people would have watched Captain Marvel, or yeah, I don't think if, you if need you did, to. I don't yeah. think you need to have watched Cap- Captain Marvel to watch Ms. Marvel. Potentially, I don't know. No, we haven't seen it yet. No, so but I think it's going to bring in a new audience. No. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Hawkeye will. I don't think any of the movies will. Any of the movies that maybe maybe Eternals. I don't know because that's kind of its own thing. But I feel like if you if you don't enjoy it, it's too late. It's not going to change. So if you don't like Marvel, don't watch it because <laughs> it's not going to it's not going to bring it's you It's not going to change your mind. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you you don't mind Marvel and you've seen some of the movies, I feel like this is still going to be a bit of a stretch. I feel like you have to have almost watched all the movies and know most of the characters to kind of go on board with this. Oh yeah, one of the another negative is um some of the character designs, it takes you a while to realize who they are, especially some of the females. Yeah, yeah, I think some of the characters don't look like their actual characters. Until you see them like in costume, then you're like, yeah, okay, it's it's that person. But when you see them just normally, you're like, who is this? Yeah, yeah. I, it took me a while to figure out who some of them were. Some of them are spot on, some of them are not. <laughs> Let's jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen What If and you care about spoilers, then go watch it. We highly recommend it. And then come back to this point in the episode and we'll talk some spoilers. Let's go episode by episode. So you're saying the first episode was the one that you liked the least. So the first episode was... I did I did say that specifically. Did I say that? I just said there's one episode I didn't like. But yeah, it's the first episode. Yeah. I think you said the first episode before. Oh, did I? I okay. And- well, spoilers. It was the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the first episode is what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? It's essentially the movie the first avenger with captain carter with peggy carter instead of steve rogers it's essentially that like they did the same movie it's it's exactly that's why i don't like it yeah yeah that's why i don't like it it's it's a what if but it's like it's essentially a beat by beat remake of the first avenger uh with some tweaks but overall there's not compared to the episodes that come there's not that much different compared to the first avenger yeah, it's and when I first, when I saw this episode, I didn't mind it. Like I didn't hate it or anything, but I was hoping that what if would be something other than just like switching out a character, putting another character in, and just doing exactly the same movie. Yeah, I was hoping it wasn't yeah. become that, uh, and it wasn't. The the ones after that are uh, quite different, but yeah, this one was it was okay. Like I like I like Peggy Carter as a character, and it was kind of cool to see her doing Captain America stuff. But it didn't really add anything new. Like, you could guess what was going to happen because it was exactly the same as that Captain America movie. Maybe if you hadn't watched Captain America, you might actually appreciate this. If you have seen it, which most people would have, 
they're probably not going to appreciate this as much as some of the other episodes. I agree. Yeah, which is why I didn't like it. But other than that, everything else technically is good with the episode. It's just, yeah, the story wasn't that great. For me, it probably wasn't the worst. And we'll get into which one the worst was. Because I, I didn't mind this one. I actually liked all of them. But the, there was one episode where I thought it was a little bit, you know, inconsequential. These are all inconsequential in a way because they're all what-if stories. Mm. But one of them was kind of just... The third last episode, I see. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one? Uh, the third last episode? I guess you'll find out when we get there. I, th- I, I actually like that episode. But anyway, we can, yeah, we can talk about it. Second episode is What If T'Challa Became Star-Lord? This was interesting. I thought this was a mad episode, yeah. I I was not on board and then I watched this and I kind of got really keen for what was coming because uh, it to- totally switches it up. And there's there's some things that people don't like in this, like people say that Thanos got nerfed, which he kind of does a little bit. Yeah. And there was parts of this episode where the animation, I don't know, felt a bit clunky. Did you notice that? Uh, no, not particularly for me. Especially Thanos's animation. Like there's a part where he's running or something and it just looked like, like have you seen those renders of Thanos before they brought him into the movies? Like they did a render like six years ago or something before he was even in and it looks like that. Like it looks a bit weird. Yeah, I didn't really spot it, but I only saw the episode once, so it's possible. I, I think it was definitely nerfed because he's he was taking down Iron Man, Captain America and Thor basically without the Infinity Stones. So so I think he should have been able to handle the you know, the villains that were in this pretty easily. But it was an interesting twist because they kind of show that he might have changed his mind if someone was there to convince him, like someone convinced him strongly enough, which T'Challa did in this yeah. universe. It sh- it's funny because it shows that uh, T'Challa would have been a much more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Totally lost it. Persuasive? No, nah, it would have been, he, he, I was looking for a better word than better. But I'm going to just use better. It would have been a better Star Lord than um than Peter Quill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's yeah, he's well, a lot more. He's essentially like because Star Lord is meant to be the leader, but he probably lacks basic leadership capabilities, like base, basic yeah. leadership abilities. And um, T'Challa is basically a born leader, like he's born to become the king, right? So maybe that's why he's just so much better. At, at his at the Star Lord job than Star Lord, yeah, and it's got a bit of a heist element in it as well, which I enjoyed. Yeah, it's got some twists in it as well. I always like a heist, uh, anything. So, and uh, like you said, a heist, a heist movie always has a twist. So this had some good twists as well. Yeah, well, it's kind of a twist on twists because first something happens. You know how I'm, I haven't watched this again recently, but he. What's that guy's name? The collector. So they go to they go to the collector, and what are they trying to get again? They're trying to get T'Challa's ship or something. Some some Wakanda. No, they're not. They're trying to get this. Uh, it's this leaf or something like that. It's this leaf that has the healing ability. Nebula gets them onto it, right? But then she also tells T'Challa that he's after he's after T'Challa's DNA or something to to activate the ship. I'm trying to remember this because there was a ship involved. No, she just wants he just wants to capture T'Challa. But there was a ship involved. <laughs> yeah, the ship, the ship was the she wanted him to to find the ship. There's like a 
sort of a double twist where he gets captured, but then they know that he's going to get captured as well. And the raven, yes, the ravages are Thanos is part of the ravages essentially. Yes, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was pretty, pretty out there. Uh, it was definitely, it was definitely a what if <laughs> because you could never see this actually happening in proper MCU timeline. Yeah, but it was, uh, it was interesting and well told. This one ranks above Captain, uh, the first one for me. Yeah, same with me. It ranks above that first one. So, so far, this is the best one for me and you as well. In terms of returning cast, we've obviously got Chadwick Boseman. At this stage, we, th- well, everyone thought that this was the only episode he was going to be in, but he's actually one of the characters that's quite prominent in this series. He's in quite a few episodes. Did they get Josh Brolin back for Thanos? Let's just say, in these episodes, everyone's back except for Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, Scarlett Johansson. And Tom Holland. And I think Captain Marvel was someone different as well. I don't know that. I think, yeah, I think Captain Marvel was someone different. And there was a couple of other people that that were different as well. But yeah, those those are the main ones. But yeah, the returning cast is huge. So every time we mention a character, the character that did in the movie was the voice. Most likely the voice. Even very minor characters. So Ego turns up in this. Yep. He says like one line, but it's him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's bit like two seconds he's in it, but they still got Kurt Russell to do that. Or maybe did they just get his voice from Guardians Two or something? Oh, maybe, but it is him. It's his voice, so he could have just done over the phone or something. I guess it's yeah. Or any any of these could have been done over the phone actually, because some of them are very minor minor characters. But yeah, anything else for episode two? No, let's go into three. What was three? So three what if? is, what if the world lost its mightiest heroes? This is a bit of a murder mystery situation. I liked it. Yeah, this, the the second one was a heist. This one's a murder mystery where all the Avengers die, essentially. And it's Hank Pym. <laughs> I think he's, it was fine. The only thing, I actually like this episode more than all of them so far when I first watched them. The only thing that was a bit iffy for me is the whole motivation of Hank Pym because they like, I guess it makes sense, but whether he would go this far and actually like murder all the Avengers is yeah, a little bit But it's a what if, so yeah. it's a what if, so yeah. So I guess it's not exactly the same character, but I guess essentially why he's going out and killing all the Avengers is because Hope, and let me remember this. Hope got murdered in a mission or something. What what happened with, to Hope? Yeah, it is. She, she Hope joined Shield and she dies, and he blames Shield for it. He blames Shield for it, and then Avengers are like a Shield team, so he kills all the Avengers. And this was before the Avengers. It was like just just before they're assembling. Because I, but he kills all of them except Captain America because Captain America is still in the ice. That's right. Yes. Oh, and this one has a bit of a cliffhanger, doesn't it? Because Everyone dies. And then they call in Captain Marvel, and then they find Captain America. And they find yeah. Captain America, so it's a team of- And then Loki's also in this episode, because Thor dies, and Loki is trying to find the person that killed Thor, and they find out it's Hank Pym, and Loki beats Hank Pym, but then he's like, I'll take over Earth. <laughs> this one doesn't actually come back, this universe, so- uh, It does- does it? But I'll, 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 it's a spoiler. We'll explain at the end. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So you, you need to explain it to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I will be a, I, at the end, last episode. I'll explain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like this one. Thinking about it again, it's probably not as good as the second one, 
I feel like the second one is really. Uh, I think the second one was more fun. Yeah, it's, it's the a second one more, was more fun. It's a bit yeah. more out there. This one, this one was fine as well. But once the mystery unravels and you know that you know what's happening, it's probably that it kind of yeah, it's not as good. It fizzles a little bit. Yeah, but I did like the the team up of Loki and Nick Fury. That was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so I'm going to say yeah, I'm going to say two, three, one. Yeah. Yeah, same with me so far. Two, three, one as well. And I was going to say Tom Hiddleston. He loves coming back for Loki, doesn't he? Oh, he'll do anything for Loki. Yeah. Because have you seen that? He did like this Simpsons short. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, know what it is. I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. Yeah. He even did the voice in that. So he just, he never misses out on an opportunity to play Loki. All right. Episode four. What if? What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Yeah, this one's a real depressing episode. It's a bit of a downer, isn't it? But and it's it's a good episode. It's yeah. a very good episode. And so far, well, you haven't told us about the voice acting because you said some of the voice actors weren't as good. I thought all the episodes so far were fine in terms of the voice acting. Yeah, yeah, all of them pretty good up till now. Bandit Cumberbatch starts off a little bit, I, I think it was just jarring hearing his voice or, or maybe he was just a bit stilted early on in this episode, but then he grows into it. Well, he's a pretty good voice actor, so he he's nice yeah to, yeah. To I don't know what actor. it was. Just at the start of this episode, it was a bit stilted. Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he was fine. He's a good. He's got a good voice. He's got a nice voice. Have you heard his Sherlock Holmes reading? He he's done an audio no, book for um. It's not the whole series, but he did a like a story from Sherlock Holmes where he reads it, and it's it's nice because he was Sherlock as well. Okay. Yeah, no, I haven't heard that one. I like this episode, but yeah, it is a bit of a downer because I thought at one stage it, it talks about the multiverse of Doctor Strangers. And obviously there's one Doctor Strange that goes completely rogue because he what happens is he, he has that car crash, but in when he has a car crash... Christine. And they got Rachel McAdams back for this role as well. Um, so Christine ends up dying instead of him getting severely injured. And because of that, he becomes Doctor Strange. So it's another reason why he becomes Doctor Strange. But once he gets his powers, he tries to go back to that time and tr- prevent that from happening. But it turns out that that has to happen. And there's some there's a phrase that they use. They say it's a they say like it's a thing that has to happen essentially in, in well in that timeline actually it ha- it's a thing that has to happen because if yeah. it doesn't happen, then he doesn't become Doctor Strange. Yep, and he doesn't stop to Amamu and yeah. But he kind of refuses to let go i guess and he keeps trying and then he ends up what does he do he goes, goes into like this he he steals the power of he steals the power of uh, other sorcerers from different dimensions yeah and some of them are like creatures yeah. and and stuff right and it's it's like dark magic yeah. that he does and he the ancient one tells him not to do it but he he does it anyway yeah this one this one's forms like this one spans through many different dimensions so and then, yeah, he steals all their powers, and then he ends up fighting another Doctor Strange from another timeline. Yeah, which is our Doctor Strange, like the no. Well, I guess it's still. Oh not. yeah, it's it, yeah, it's a different. It's not MCU Doctor Strange, but it's a similar pathway. Yeah, like he 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 loses his his hands, and that's where he. No, actually, no, it isn't. It is the same Doctor Strange because he loses Christine, right? Because he talks about he's got the oh okay there. wait wait I remember what happens now he's fighting the ancient one and the ancient one separates him into two different two different yeah, timelines that's right. yeah so one of them he chooses to take the sorcerer uh, he takes the 
he takes the powers of other sorcerers. Yeah. And the other one, he just decides to let her go. That's right. But then eventually he gets the guy. He kills the guy that let her go anyway, and then he gains all the power, but then he destroys the universe, essentially. He destroys. And he's stuck in this um, mirror dimension. That's right. Yeah, he's stuck in the mirror dimension, and he senses the presence of the Watcher. So the Watcher, true to his name, has just been watching all these episodes, just like us, so he hasn't done anything Absolute yet. point. Absolute point is that thing that they- Yeah, that's right. Absolute point. Yep, yep. So it's an absolute point in time where it has to happen, or else- that particular timeline doesn't exist. And he reverses that absolute point in time. But Christine still dies anyway. She dies anyway. And then um, he ends up yeah, living in this mirror dimension and he senses the Watcher. And they have a little chat. Yeah. Do they have a chat? I think he just They do have him. a chat. He's like, help me. And he's like, nah, I just watch stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's yeah, got yeah, Netflix. Yeah. I just got Netflix watch. subscription. I just binge. Yeah. yeah, I'm just a binge. I just watcher. binge. Just binging, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so help me not just binging mate uh, yeah i can't i can't get involved yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna start season five of young sheldon <laughs> I, was for to, I was waiting for you to get there i, I knew it was going to be young sheldon uh, <laughs> apparently there's a hidden mickey in this episode so the dark blobs create a silhouette of mickey's head as strange screams i'm sorry whilst the universe collapses around him Okay, yeah. yeah. To be fair, Mickey's just three circles, so they could be <laughs> clutching at straws there. <laughs> and the Nexus event, which is uh, Stephen Strange taking Christine Palmer to the conference, is described in the beginning of Doctor Strange 2016. So it's it's a thing that happens, but not in the way it happens in this one. The dragon that Doctor Strange absorbs resembles Smaug from the 1967 version of The Hobbit. Benedict Cumberbatch was the voice of Smaug in the 2013 version of The Hobbit. Great piece of trivia. Loved it. So this one, for me, I'm going to say it was the best one. Yeah, I'm going this one. The Four, second one? Two, three, one. Yeah, I would go four, two, three, one. But this is one that I wouldn't watch over and over again because it is a bit depressing. It's a bit of a downer. Watch Young Sheldon season five after you watch this yeah, one. Yeah, that's what the watcher did. Pick as well. me up. He- that's what he did as well. He's like, oh, shit, need to pick me up after this. All right, what is the next one? What if... Episode five, what if zombies? What if zombies? Yeah, okay. This one I actually really liked. I was a huge fan of this one. I liked it. I liked it as well. It was it was very different, and it actually bridges the gap between Infinity War and Endgame in this universe. So it's, a, it's an interesting one. So in this one, they're instead of when they go into Ant-Man and the Wasp and they go into the quantum realm to save... Uh, what's her name? Janet Van Dyne. She, instead of being just her, she's a zombie. Yeah. And then she zombies, she zombies Hank Pym. And he comes out. And then Hank Pym zombies everyone else. <laughs> he ruins everything. So it's a second time in this series that he's ruining everything. <laughs> Hank Pym, what a bloody useless fellow. <laughs> <laughs> what a rogue. Not like yeah. the X-Men rogue, but yeah, he's pretty. No, rogue. just a bad rogue. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, there's like a a few people, few heroes left. The team is Spider-Man, Wasp, uh, Winter Soldier, Happy Hogan. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. There's one more, isn't there? The guy from Ant-Man. <laughs> like the- yeah, that's a David Dash manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was there someone else? I think that was it. And uh, But all and of the them Hulk. die. <laughs> 
All of them die, yeah. And and the, Oh yeah, Ed Barkaroffalo. So this yeah. is just after yeah. Hulk gets blasted to Earth from the Asgardian ship. He lands in Doctor Strange's In the Sanctum yeah, he lands in the Sanctum Centaur. But Doctor but Strange isn't there because he's a va- he's a yeah. I was gonna say vampire. He's a zombie. He's a, he's a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not a vampire. No. It's a different episode. <laughs> um, maybe that's that they should do that next time. What if vampires What if what if Doctor Strange is a vampire? Yeah. What if Doctor Strange? Yeah. There are vampires in the Marvel universe, hence the existence of Blade. Yeah, it, I I like this episode as well. It was it was interesting. It was um, it was actually weirdly comical. Like it was it was actually a a funny episode, even though the the situation was quite dire. It was it was pretty funny. It was yeah. It, do you know what it reminded me of? Have you seen Zombie Land before? This is a very Zombie Land esque episode. And I really enjoyed it. It was really good. S- S- Spider Man is kind of the main characterish of the episode, and he uh, he carries it well. Interesting group of people that they got together, but everyone, like you said, everyone dies except. So they they, they end up finding Ant Man, uh, uh, Scott Lang. They Scott end up Lang, finding yeah. him. He has a head. He's he's only a head, which is kind of cool. Vision is Vision's not a zombie because he's a robot, but he's kind of he's feeding he's feeding T'Challa to. To Scarlet Witch. Which is what happens in the comics, isn't it? Except it's Hank. It Pym, does, yeah. Hank Pym that feeds Black Panther to uh, to Janet, is it? He gets fed to someone. I can't remember who it is. That happens, but then they find out and they're like, oh, shit. Um, and then <laughs> and they kill it. Vision. <laughs> no, Vision kills himself, doesn't he? Does he kill yeah, himself? Yeah, he, st- he takes a mind gem out of his head. Oh, yeah. He does it himself, which is also not canon, I'm pretty sure, because can he do that to himself? Can he actually remove the Mind Stone from his own head? I don't think he can. But, yeah, if he could, then he could have just done it in Infinity War, I guess. But this is what if. Exactly. What if yeah, what if. Vision yeah. can remove his Mind Gem. So, yeah, that that happens, and they end up going to Wakanda. They say, in the end, it's only Hank, P- not, not, not Hank, Scott Lang, Spider-Man, and... T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah. They go to Wakanda, but Thanos is waiting there with his Infinity Gauntlet. That's right. As a zombie. Yeah, and he comes. Yeah, that's right. He comes in as as a zombie Thanos, and they leave you at that. So that's that's another cliffhanger. And I think they should definitely try to revisit this universe. Well, if we're talking about future, apparently there, there's a possibility that they may do a movie, and I'll, that would be amazing if they do that as a movie with the same team or with with other people. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It would have to be a different dimension, and they maybe hop across the dimension or something because. If they just have all these characters and they kill everyone, then yeah, I don't think yeah. they wouldn't have a universe anymore. So it's interesting that the Scarlet Witch zombie is still like she's not completely a zombie, like she she is, but no. So all, all of the characters in this, when they're zombies, they're zombies, but they also know how to use their powers and they're like and they're slightly, slightly cognizant. Yeah, they're slightly more intelligent yeah. than the regular zombies. Uh, no, you see yeah, the yeah, Captain America, and there was a cool part where Bucky fights. Steve, like the zombie Captain America, which was which was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, and then Sharon yeah. Sharon dies, right? She she turns into a zombie. She does, yeah. And they shoot her. And then Hope Hope turns into a zombie as well at the end when all hope is lost. Yeah, basically they all die. The 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 team we talked about, they all die except for the Hulk can't die, so he doesn't. But he can kinda, he turn into a zombie? Can he turn into like zombie? I Hulk? don't think so because they can't penetrate break his skin. through his skin. So he's still alive then. He just have to stay the Hulk. He can't turn into Bruce Banner. But yeah. as soon as he turns into as soon as he turns into Bruce Banner, he'll turn back into the Hulk when yeah. they try and bite him. So yeah, so he's safe. Yeah, 
He's the only one that can survive. He'll be the only one. I guess Captain Marvel must be out there somewhere, right? Yeah, she must be. And Thor and all those guys are out there somewhere as well. So, yeah. Can Thor turn into a zombie? I'd say probably. He can no, bleed, right? Maybe. Yeah, so maybe. But anyway, this one's my favorite now. So this one, what what episode is this? Is five. Five, four, two, three, one. Five, four, two, three, one. Okay. Um, I, I also like this one. So I would say uh, this one above all of them. So same same as you. Five, four, yep. three, two, one, was it? Five, four, three, two, five, four, two, three, one. Five, yeah, five, four, two, three, one. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to make someone's phone number by the end of this. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Number six, what if? Uh, I was just going to give you a bit of trivia on this. Oh, you're going to give me some stuff. Yeah, uh, no worries. Yeah. So, during the climax, T'Challa suggests that the Avengers board a Quinjet to escape the zombie Wanda Maximoff. This is a subtle reference to Captain Marvel 2019, where quad jets play an important role in the events of a film. That was not worth a trivia point. Okay, well... Yeah, I can't believe you interrupted what I said to give me that trivia. This is bullshit. You're not allowed to do any more trivia. Okay. This is actually a proper piece of trivia. So this is the first mention of Uncle Ben in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. Peter Parker does talk about him. Yes. So. Yeah. Episode what if? six is what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? This was okay. This was, uh, and at the start, it's basically right back to Iron Man 1, and instead of him getting captured by the Ten Rings, Killmonger comes and saves him, and they become best mates. It's all planned, right? He planned to be there, because he wanted to take over the Stark Enterprise. He wanted Stark to make him some suits of armor, not not a suit of armor, but like, it's kind of similar to what Hammer ends up making Yes, in Iron Man 2, yeah. Those drones. Battle bots. Yeah. Droids, actually. Yeah. So he basically uses uses that to get into Wakanda and then kind of becomes the prince of Wakanda as well. Yeah. And then that's it. They leave you with that, actually. He takes over Wakanda. Yeah. He kills He kills T'Challa. He, well, um, he basically double-crosses everyone. So he double-crosses Stark and then he double-crosses the US government and then he double-crosses yep. Wakanda as well. Double-crosses <laughs> Andy Serkis. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. So this this episode was fine, but it was kind of because you know this guy's bad, and I was waiting for him to maybe this is like a a scenario where he actually turns good. And he I don't know. He yeah. realizes, but something. you just knew he was going to turn bad at some point. I was the same. Well, he yeah. was he was always bad. Like from the from the beginning, you knew he was bad, and when he yeah when he kills Stark, and then uh, I, there was one good part in this where Stark realizes that he was double crossing him, and then he but he still ends up. Killing that droid thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was, yeah, it was a bit, I guess this is the Tony Stark we know where he's kind of resourceful and he's, he knows how to fight and everything like that. So he just ends up getting owned by, yeah, <laughs> owned by Killmonger. I just found it because with all the episodes, there was kind of a character that you'd follow. And this one, I guess you follow Killmonger, but I just, because you know that he's a bad guy and they don't really change his character. He's still the same character. Uh, just gets everything that he wants in this episode, so it was it was it was fine. Probably not my favorite one. No, so this one goes just above Captain Carter for me. Uh, yeah, so second last. Yeah, second last. yeah. So we're going. This is six. This is six. So five. Yeah, so we're going five, four, two, three, six, six, one, one. Okay. 
someone listening to this right now and they're like they're like counting down their numbers. It's like, oh shit, they're making my number. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. We're gonna call you soon. We're gonna call you at the end of this episode. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna dial At the end of this number. episode you'll get a call from us. Yeah. <laughs> and you win a big prize. Yeah, we're gonna what how how long are because phone numbers here, mobile numbers are ten digits, right? Here. Yeah. So we'll have to add a digit. We'll add a zero at the front. Yeah, add a zero at the front. Then we're, then we're done. Yeah. We're going to call this number. And then, um, yeah, the person's going to get a big prize. Do you know what it is? What is it? Ryan Reynolds nudes. Oh, yeah, because you store them on your phone. Cool. Yeah. Call back to last week's episode. Yes, if you've if you've listened <laughs> to that. It's not it's yeah. not a good callback. It's not worth it. <laughs> no, it was so worth it. Not the the guy whose phone number that we're gonna get. He's gonna think it's worth it. All right, what do you have? What what trivia do you got? Uh, Stark's death by the hands of Killmonger is the third time in the What If series that he's killed. So I think he's killed almost every time that he's in an episode. Yeah, he is, except one. The Nexus event in this one, as described in the Loki series, is when Killmonger saves Tony Stark from kidnapping attempt by the Ten Rings in Afghanistan. So each one has its, like, the part where it defers. It defers, yeah. yeah. It branches from the, the original timeline. So that's that's what they're referring to here as the Nexus event. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right. What if? Thor were an only child. Yeah, I think this is the episode you probably don't like that much. I don't like um, it. I just feel like it was a bit, yeah. it was a bit of fun, but it so this- kind of went nowhere. Do you know what this reminds me of? It's like 
it's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, or it's like um, yeah, it's like a typical teenager it, situation where they um, you know, the parents are out and they have a party at the house, but then the parents are coming back yeah. and they have to clean up quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except the party, the house is Earth, and the party is everywhere on Earth. Yes, that's right. And <laughs> yeah. um, what's Thor's mum's name? Thor's mum. Oh, Thor's mum. Okay. That's her name. Thor's mum. Yeah. <laughs> her name's also Thor's mum. Coincidentally, she's coming. Uh, she's coming to Earth to to check up on him because he said he's going on a cultural. Exchange. He's meant to be studying. Yeah. yeah, he's meant to be studying. Yeah, but here in reality, he was just having a really big party. He's a bit of a party animal. He was just having a bender. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was funny. I should really call this "What If Thor Was a Party Animal" because that's really what yeah. it is. So the reason he becomes a party animal is because he was an only child. So he he doesn't have anyone that he's competing against. He's the he's the golden child. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And he's still he'll still be king. But when Loki was there, he's like I I got to be better than Loki otherwise. Yeah, cuz Loki's like a I bit won't be a, king. Yeah. He's a bit of a well, Is he a party animal? He's he's just a mischievous Fellow. Yeah, I guess Loki grounded him a little bit, but when he's an only child, he does whatever he wants. I guess he wanted to be better than Loki in the original timeline. That's why he's... I must say, like, Thor and Loki are both happier in this than they are in the original timeline. <laughs> yeah, like, Loki's fine in this. He's an ice giant in this one as well. So, uh, he's, he's pretty happy. Well, everyone's pretty happy in this. Everyone likes a bit of Everyone's a happy. It's a good timeline. Yeah. Jane's happy. Thor's happy. Yeah. Captain Marvel even comes in for a good time. Yeah. Well, does she? She's a bit of a party pooper. No, but then at the end, she she helps him out. Remember? At the end, he's studying and she comes and says- I don't know. She kind of outs him as well. Like, she she's like, she gives him the book, but then doesn't uh, Thor's mom realize that something's going on then? No, she gives him the book and Thor's mom doesn't realize, but then Thor calls his hammer and his hammer's still got all the party stuff on it. Yeah. And then she realizes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they kind of yeah. go on the. They kind of use the. I guess it's a fact that Captain Marvel is a bit boring and she doesn't like to do fun stuff because <laughs> she's the she's the one that turns up and she's kind of trying to stop the party, and uh, then yeah. then she fights. So there's a good part where they both fight and that no one conclusively wins. I guess either either one could have won, but. But no one can conclusively win. So the Thor I th- versus I thought it was a good fun episode. It was just uh it was just parties and fights and you know just And there's a lot of yeah, cameos just fun- as well. So like Jeff Goldblum turns up, Grand Yeah, Master. every everyone's on in on the party. Like there's a couple of guys all over the galaxy. How the duck. Yeah. yeah, there's um what's what's um Jane's intern's name? She's in WandaVision as well. Um, yeah, Jane's intern. Okay, we'll just call her that as well. Jane's intern <laughs> is, is, is in it as well. It's Darcy. Darcy, yeah. Darcy's... Yeah. Darcy Cameron. Is that... American Austra- uh, Australian rules footballer. Darcy Cameron, okay. Plays for plays for Collingwood. Okay, yeah. He he yeah. makes a cameo in, in this as well. In the, He's in the background, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, no, it was, it was a fun episode. I thought it was pretty... Mm. It was pretty wild when I was watching it. I'm like, this is pretty crazy. But overall, consequentially, it's just like, yeah, it's a bit of fun. But at the end of this episode... That's right. At the end of this episode, Ultron... Ultron. Turns up. Yeah. So, Ultron... He's got... What's he got? What's he got as his chest? Oh, he's got some Infinity Stones, doesn't he? How many? Six. It's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> we should know how many Infinity Stones there are. If you go back to our really early episodes, we used to rate movies on Infinity Stones. Then it got a bit too cumbersome, so we stopped doing it. But yeah, yeah, yeah we've simplified it. We've simplified the formula. We're, we're too dumb for that sort of rating system, so we we switched to a binary rating system, which is which is also testing our intelligence a bit sometimes. But it's uh, it's easier than what we used to do. Do you want to hear some trivia about this episode? Doesn't sound like you do. Uh, yes, go for it. Hit me. Hit me with it. <laughs> All right. In one scene, Thor tells Carol to be to okay, this is bad English on the on the trivia. So it says to be smile more. Uh, but I think it meant to to smile more, which infuriates her. This is a callback to a deleted scene from Captain Marvel where a biker tries to harass Carol by asking her to smile, which she responds by burning his hand during a handshake. Does she do that? Burn his hand during a handshake? Does that happen in the movie? I thought she just drives away. Yeah, I can't remember what exactly happens. It's also a callback to when they released the Captain Marvel poster and people people were commenting saying, why isn't she smiling on the poster? Yeah, it's also a callback to when they downvoted Captain Marvel before it was released. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this trivia is right. Like, firstly, the English isn't great, and I don't think she burns... I don't remember her burning anyone's hands. I don't remember anyone burning... I don't, I don't think she has the power to burn people's hands, so yeah. I don't... She could yeah, blast I'm not sure about off, that. But uh, yeah. I don't think she... Yeah. She only has one magnitude. Like, it's either blast or... Well, that's it. She doesn't burn. She doesn't burn people. Yeah. So, fact check, mate. Yeah. All right. Let's see if the second one is is more factually correct. In the mainstream MCU, Nick Fury doesn't acknowledge the pager Carol Danvers left him in Captain Marvel 2019 until the events of Avengers: Infinity War. In this storyline, however, his assistant Maria, Maria Hill immediately acknowledges it before the events of Avengers 2012 could happen. I don't like that one either. No, these are terrible. <laughs> uh, well, all all this is saying is that people knew of the existence of this pager before he revealed it in Infinity War. But I, I'm pretty sure people knew about it anyway. He would have told someone. He wouldn't have just hid it in his pants or whatever, wherever he hid it. He hid it in his boot, didn't he? No. Uh, was it in his boot? No, in his car boot. Yeah, in his car boot, yeah. Didn't he just? It's not the boot. It's the glove box. He, li- he had it in the glove box, not the boot. Oh, that's right, because he gets out of the car. And he sees stuff happening, and then he goes back in the car and he pulls it out. Yeah, maybe maybe he takes it out of the glove box every time he leaves the car. So, I don't know. It's probably not in the same spot. He That car's probably new, so... Well, it's that it's like the SUV he uses in um, Winter Soldier, right? That's got all the weapons and stuff in it. So, he wouldn't have had that all the time. But I'm, I'm pretty sure someone else knew. He would have told, like, Coulson or whatever. I hope this trivia gets better. I've got trivia for every episode, and so far I'll... This is this so far it's zero out of zero out of seven. Yeah, it's it's all the episodes and then and then the trivia. That's how, that's where it ranks. Uh, where, where does this episode rank? This one above Killmonger, below the rest. I would put this below Killmonger. I would almost put it below all of them, but uh, maybe I'll put it equal to the first one. It's good fun. At least it's not a retread. It's a different story. It's different. Yeah. So we're, I'm going to go five. No. What 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 do we hit? I've lost it. Five. Five. It was zombies. Yeah. Four. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Five, four, two, three, six, seven, one. Five, four, two, three, six, seven, one. Okay. Almost got the phone number. All right. Two more to go. Episode eight. Like we said before, Ultron turns up with all the Infinity Stones. So what if Ultron won? 
Yeah. Is the episode. This one's really good. So they yeah. do a bit of retread of Avengers Age of Ultron, but what happens is Vision becomes Ultron. <laughs> well, Vision is Well, Ultron. in this in this version, inst- instead of uh they don't get to stop the upload of Ultron into Vision's body and Ultron completes it, so he ends up having Vision's body and he beats them. So a couple of things that I found interesting in this episode. He immediately kills Thanos, which is interesting. Yeah, everyone's everyone's um kinda odd about that. But look, it's what if. It's what if. And maybe maybe Ultron's just a bit more, you know, cutthroat. Like maybe Vision didn't think just to laser some bloke immediately. Yeah, Vision's a bit more of a pacifist, and Ultron just goes for the kill. Uh, Immediately lasered him. Yeah, yeah. I do think this is more of an Age of Ultron than the actual Age of Ultron movie was because that was like a couple of days of Ultron. Should have been Avengers a couple of days of Ultron. That's what it should have been called. This is more of an Age because he actually kills everyone. He kills everyone. Everyone's dead. Yeah. Except there's a lot of these episodes where everyone's dead. Anyway, but in this one, everyone's dead except um, Black Widow and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye lost an arm. So the most unlikely of the Avengers are still alive and they're figuring out some stuff. I think Ultron, I think realistically, Ultron is probably stronger than Thanos. Controversial statement, but I think he probably could be. I think he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah with, with Vision's body, yeah. I think he probably is. And then obviously when he gets the Infinity Stones, he definitely is. But he, because Vision, not Vision, well, I guess Vision as well, but Ultron is a digital being. Like, he's basically connected to everything, right? Especially on Earth. Like, he's unstoppable, which is also a a thing I don't like about Avengers Age of Ultron is that they seem to beat him way too easily at the end. Like, they just blast all these Ultron bots and they somehow beat him. But I thought they should have um, had a more elegant solution to beating Ultron, which they do in this one. So their solution, because Ultron is digital, is to beat him with something that's analog because he wouldn't, he wouldn't be compatible with his, his systems. So they go back and they they get Arnim Zola, like that uh, the analog recording of Arnim Zola that they have in Winter Soldier. To beat a virus, uh, to beat a computer, you need a virus, so they get the virus. Yeah, and it's not a virus that yep. can be eradicated from Ultron because he wouldn't be able to understand it. So that that was that was an interesting twist. And the Watcher's getting a bit, he's getting a bit uh, impatient, isn't he? He's getting a bit agitated in this one. He's like, do that. The Watcher, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's trying to, he's yeah. almost getting involved. He's like, should I tell him not to do this? And then he's like, no, yeah. but I've got to binge watch. I can't, I can't do anything else. Yeah. yeah. Young shoulder, new episodes coming out tomorrow. I can't miss yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he's like. But then, but then it doesn't matter because Ultron's like, stuff you, I'm coming for you. Yeah. Well, he gets all the Infinity yeah. Stones and then he, he destroys the world and then he's like, it destroys like all the planets as well, right? Like the whole universe it destroys, and then he's like, yes. "What do I do now? I'm a, I'm a bit bored." And then he he senses the watcher. He sees the watcher watching him, and he's a bit creeped out. He's like, "Why are you watching me?" Yeah, it's like, "Who's this bitch?" <laughs> and then he figures out that the watcher is uh, is is there, and Ultron doesn't like that, and um, he goes and confronts. So he him. beats him up. Yeah, and you see the watcher fight Ultron, and it's. Kind of evenly matched for a little bit, and then Ultron overpowers him. And then the Watcher, at the end of this episode, the Watcher... Runs away. Runs away. So there's two things he can do. He can watch stuff, and he can run away. <laughs> yeah. 
And then he goes and finds Doctor Strange from the uh, fourth episode. He's like, uh, you want to go watch some stuff together? <laughs> you want to binge watch? You want to binge watch Sheldon Season 5 with me? Young Sheldon Season 5? This came out. And then Doctor Strange's like, should we like fix this problem first? And he's like, fine. That could work. But then afterwards you're watching Young Sheldon with me. Yeah, after that. Yeah, that's, that's a deal they come to. And then that leads on to the next episode. So this episode, I've got some trivia on it. So the Nexus event is obviously Ultron succeeds in implanting his consciousness into Vision's body that was built by Helen Cho. Remember her? Yeah, yeah, I do. Not many people do, but we do. So Hawkeye and Black Widow, along with Zola, climb up the same set of platforms where Captain America and the Winter Soldier tried to leave from in Captain America Civil War. It was that, um, you know, where Tony was like shooting. It was like this little tunnel situation. That scene also is a reversal of what happens in Endgame because instead of Natasha, Hawkeye dies. You know, like how they're sort of like a cliff and she's holding onto his hand and she lets she lets go and he dies. Yeah. Good yeah. good art in that scene as well. Very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, this is where I, yeah. I started to appreciate the animation more. In the first, I would say like until that Doctor Strange episode, it was okay. Like, it was fine. The animation was fine, but nothing spectacular. I think from that Doctor Strange episode onwards, it started getting really good. And this one was, was particularly good, especially in that scene. So, I'm. Uh, do you have another trivia? or? Yeah, I've got a short one. This is the first time we see Captain Marvel getting killed. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. She does die. Yeah. So, Ultron can kill Captain Marvel. Yeah. That's how you kill her. You blow up the planet. <laughs> but this one, I'm going to say it's the best one yet, so... Just above zombies for me. Like, zombies is really good, but this is just above. I would say this is the best episode. Uh, spoilers for what I think about the next one. But, yeah, I think this was the best one so far. And uh, I think overall as well. But, yeah, I like this one. And then the last one is what if uh, what if the Watcher watches stuff, doesn't watch stuff. He, he, starts watch, he stops watching and he starts doing. Yeah. Essentially, it's called that. Yeah. But it's what if the Watcher <laughs> broke his oath. His oath being he has to keep watching Netflix. Yeah, his oath that he would binge 24-7. It should really be Disney+. Plus. But Young Sheldon isn't on Disney+. Plus. He's also break- <laughs> well, he's before he was breaking his oath to Disney and he was watching Netflix. So yeah, yeah now, it's, now he's still breaking an oath. So he's still breaking the rules. But yeah, this one, he recruits. It's a bit of a recruitment situation in the beginning. So it starts off with, I thought they were going to do like a Winter Soldier episode again because it starts off with Captain Carter. And essentially the start of Captain America the Winter Soldier, how she she fights Batroc the Leaper, one of my favorite character names in the MCU. But then the watcher's like, I need you. And he's like in the he's always in the in the You're stars. You're chosen. He's in the sky, yeah. yes. And he's like, Yeah, you're you're gonna he's kind of the multiversal Nick Fury. So she's the first one that gets recruited and they go through all the episodes. So this is this is what I didn't expect with this episode. So I didn't expect all of the other stories to link into a singular story. Uh, this is something I wasn't expecting, and they did it. And it was pretty cool. Pretty cool when I was watching it. There was just a couple of things in this episode that prevented it from being my favorite episode. So there was a couple of conveniences. So they get Doctor Strange, the, the evil Doctor Strange. I guess he's not that evil. He was kind of doing it for the right reasons, but... He's still evil because he did dark magic. But they get him and he casts a a spell on everyone that has some sort of protection. And I found that too much of a convenience because you got Ultron, who's pretty strong without the Infinity Stones, but then he's got all six Infinity Stones and he just killed Thanos in one go. 
I'm pretty sure he can handle a, a spell from Doctor Strange. Okay, so I'm um, I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that with two points. First off, it's what if. Actually, <laughs> I got three points. I got I got three points. Okay. First off, it's a what if. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Secondly, he like he took all the powers of all the yep. all the sorcerers. So he's he's so he's more powerful. He's much more powerful than any any sorcerer. Yeah. Yeah. And um, thirdly. It's a cartoon and they make up the story, so just suck it up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. I do take yeah. your second point. Like he's uh, The third one's just rubbish, but uh, the, the second <laughs> one is uh, that he has got powers from all the other sorcerers, so he is probably one of the most powerful people in the universe at this stage. So that sort of makes sense. But I also think having all six Infinity Stones and the power of Ultron should probably have been able to penetrate the the uh, force fields or whatever that he put up. Eventually, like maybe he could have kind of coped with it for a bit, but I think eventually it should have penetrated them. Fair enough, but my three point my three point thing definitely destroyed you. So <laughs> let's just <laughs> let's just go with that. <laughs> okay. So the the team is so you've got Killmonger from the Killmonger episode. He's obviously going to betray them, like you. You know that's going to yes. happen. Yes, he was there to betray them, yes, which he does, but then he loses immediately. Um, you've got Doctor Strange from the Doctor Strange episode. You've got Black Widow from the previous episode. She's back. She's she's in this again. You've got Captain Carter from the first episode. You've got Party Thor from the the episode beforehand. And you have, you have Star-Lord from uh, the second episode. Oh, and I forgot one. There's a missing episode. There's an episode they couldn't do because of COVID. Yeah, we should talk about that. But they do get Gamora from that episode. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so there's a Gamora who's uh, the Gamora that defeated Thanos. There's a situation at the start of the episode where you meet this Gamora. So she's with Tony Stark and they're in space. They're building stuff that can defeat Infinity Stones, uh, that can destroy Infinity Stones. And that is the missing episode. It feels like it's a pretty important missing episode, which is another downfall to this it's not all this episode's fault, but I feel like we needed that bridging episode to make this episode make a little bit more sense because there's this contraption that they come up with that can destroy Infinity Stones. I was willing to suspend disbelief a little bit for it. I was I was happy with it. But I heard they're making that episode. They're going to do it for season two. They just couldn't do it because of COVID. And I think what happens in that episode is, this is my theory, let's see if it actually becomes true, but I think instead of Gamora dying, in the hands of Thanos in Infinity War. It, it's a nebula, and uh, Gamora ends up being on that planet when Thanos snaps his fingers, and Gamora ends up surviving with Tony. And then instead of floating out in space and getting Captain Marvel to save them, they do what happens in that Avengers Earth's Mightiest Hero episode where Tony ends up Tony ends up building stuff in, in space with the dwarves, and Gamora's there as well. I think that's what happens. I don't think that's what happens, but... Um, what do you think happens? The- uh, I think it's probably earlier on than that is w- when it happens. Tony's wearing Sakaar armor, so they would have been on Sakaar at some stage. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how it's going to link, but yeah, Gamora, Gamora would have defeated Thanos, and then Tony would have been on Sakaar, and somewhere, somewhere in between, they meet. I don't know what happens there. Well, let's see what happens. We all have theories, but yeah, I think they're making. I think they're making it for season two. So it's interesting that the Watcher doesn't want Tony Stark. He's like, not you. <laughs> yeah, not you. Doesn't need him. Yeah, it's because he's going to die anyway. He always dies. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like it would have been a situation to get all hands on deck, though. Like, it would have been useful to have more people, but for some reason he's got a limited number of people that he wants to recruit. But he could, he could see the eventualities and the futures, so he, 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 he sees that Killmonger's going to betray them, but he also sees that Arnim Zola's going to betray them as well. So he kind of... He figures out that the time stones will go into limbo and then they'll be in a time loop and then he can... Doctor Strange could keep watch to make sure that the stones don't leave and essentially the rest of the team get to go back to their timelines. So essentially he betrayed Doctor Strange because they're not watching season five of Sheldon. They're watching... No. Well, he's... They're watching this yeah. still image of Killmonger <laughs> and Artem Zola. Well, Doctor Strange is watching that. I think, I think the watcher yeah. is going to go in. The watch is watching Shield of yeah, Season 5 of Young Sheldon. It, yeah. he, he's not keeping yeah. his promise to Doctor Strange. He's like, you're watching this instead. <laughs> very, very big um, step down. Yes. I, I did like this episode otherwise. There's this, uh, we didn't talk about it, but there's this Arrow USB key situation. Like, it's like a... Yeah, that's the Arnim Zola, Arnim Zola uh, infection. Yeah. yeah, That plays a role in this one again. So they, they end up defeating Ultron, and then everyone goes back to their respective universes. Also, they're called the Guardians of the Multiverse, which... Cool name. So, the, the 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 only one thing that you didn't pick up on, but I did because I'm smarter than you, is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all of, the, all of the players go back to their own universe except Black Widow because everyone's dead in her universe. So, yeah. she's like, I want to go, go to a different universe. And the watch is like, nah, bitch. But he's like, nah, I'll let you go. You have to go back to one and live by yourself on this planet. But he ends up taking her somewhere else. Well, actually, he takes she, her to the universe. She asks him if he can fix the universe, and he's like, "No, I can't do that." But then he takes her to another universe uh, where Black Widow has died. Yeah, and that universe is the third episode, which whichever one the Avengers all die in. That episode. That's the universe he takes her to. Yes. So Black Widow is sent to the universe where yeah. Hank Pym had already killed all the Avengers in What If the World Lost All His Mightiest Heroes, which is episode three, except Captain uh, except Captain America. So Captain America is still alive, and uh, Captain Marvel. Yep. Still and there. Captain Marvel is still there. Yeah. So that was uh, that was the amazing thing that I picked up on. It'd be, it would have been interesting if he took her back to the actual MCU because she's there in the actual MCU. That's what I thought initially, but I'm like, that's a huge thing to do in this cartoon show that. Probably not that many people watched. Yeah, that's true. And they and they also show Captain America, who's also not existent in in the MCU. So it won't, it can't be that universe. So this one, I'm going to rank it below zombies, but above the rest. So third favorite below for me. Below zombies, above the rest. Okay, I will rank it. So you, we've got the second last episode first, which is the Ultron. Yep. And then we've got. Then we got zombies. Zombies second, okay. What was uh, and then Doctor Strange, wasn't it? And then Doctor Strange. I'll put this below Doctor Strange. So okay, fourth, yeah, fourth best. So that's our that's our ranking. That's our there. ranking. So what's what does that come to? What's the phone number? Eight five nine for me. Eight five nine four two three six. What's the Killmonger one? No, seven six seven six, seven, six yeah. one. Yeah, seven, six one. Yeah, seven six one. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. There's your phone number. Phone number. I'll text you Ryan Reynolds nudes. <laughs> Just uh, we have to chuck a zero at the front of that, but um, that wouldn't be in Australia. Yes, because ours don't start with zero eight. Doesn't matter. He's getting Ryan Reynolds nudes. I'll WhatsApp it to him. We'll just change the. Um, we'll just try all the different country codes until we get it. Yeah, until we get one. Yeah. Do you want some trivia on this episode? Why not? You've given me 
for the all the other ones, so might as well get it for this as well. Yeah, and they've all been pretty substandard. Let's see if it's any better for this one. Gamora wields a sword of Thanos from Avengers Endgame. That's it. Cool. Uh, Great. <laughs> I t- I t- yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, the theme of Guardians of the Galaxy can be heard when Ego is trying to use... Uh, is trying to consume Peter Quill, which is at the start of the episode. Oh, I need to talk about something from the previous episode, which we didn't mention, but I'll get to that in a second. There's one extra, there's one more piece of trivia I want to talk about in this episode. Ultron's line, all too easy when he thinks he's defeated the heroes, echoes Darth Vader's when he thinks he's easily defeated Luke Skywalker and the Empire Strikes Back. Like Vader, Ultron soon realizes he's mistaken. Cool. On that note, in the second last episode, <laughs> There's also some Star Wars references, apparently. So you know when the Watcher is fighting uh, fighting uh, Ultron and they're, like, going through different dimensions? Oh, yeah, they jump through different dimensions. Yeah, so yeah, I heard about this. One of them yeah. is Mustafa. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. So that's that's that lava planet where uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin fight. And apparently there's some other planet which, is, which you see in Clone Wars, some planet that looks like it's got, like, these weirdly shaped boulders and, and stuff. Look it up on there's, – there's an article on – somewhere just just screen rant probably i yeah. don't know just, just, yeah. just look up star wars what if and you'll you'll find it and you'll find the screenshots but look up yeah. yeah but essentially there's apparently there was some suggestions that maybe star wars exists in this what some of the what if multiverse. in this multiverse yeah well we know star wars exists like the movies exist because they have references to the movies in there in the mcu but yeah. the actual star wars universe itself might exist in the multiverse let's talk about that end credit scene yeah not great but who do you reckon's in there? Yeah, it's. Do you reckon it's the Watcher? He's just like, guess what? <laughs> well, Steve, Steve was- Rogers' dead body. <laughs> yeah, because how does how does uh, Black Widow know? She's like, oh, there's someone in there. It's like, I don't it's know. Like it. She's got a heat sensor or something. Yeah, or she's opened it and she's seen a dead body in there. It's like someone's in there. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. You want to see the, the Steve Rogers' corpse? The decaying bones of your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Steve Rogers, but I'm I'm wondering how he's still alive. Apparently, there's a comic book where uh, Steve Rogers uh, supposedly dies, but he comes back as Captain Hydra or something, and he has a super soldier serum in him, like what Bucky gets. Yeah, that could be where this is going. Maybe they've given him something to keep him alive. Potentially. But why why was he sitting in that suit for all this time? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe if he leaves the suit, he dies. I still think it's the Watcher. Just um, he's just watching um, Young Sheldon on his on his phone. Young Sheldon. He's just sitting in there. Yeah, on the UI. <laughs> he gets a bit more privacy in that suit, so he just he's just sitting in there and uh, he's watching it. And then they open it up and they're like you again. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So they're obviously going to bring back Captain Carter in the future. There is talks of a Captain Carter movie. Actually, people have expressed interest in doing it. But we'll, yeah, we'll see if that actually happens. All right. So we've gone through spoilers. We've done our ranking. Uh, I guess we can do a ranking of where this stands in terms of all the Disney Plus shows we've had so far. This is where everyone's going to start hating me. So my ranking is Loki is still the best one so far, in my opinion. Number two is probably WandaVision. Number three is What If? And number four is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's my ranking. Mine's the same except switch what if and one one division. Fair enough. I think what if is fine. It's just that at the in terms of the overall MCU it's um it's inconsequential. Well, yeah, maybe. There's 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 hints, there's uh little inklings that some of these characters may show up in the uh Doctor Strange movie, so Yes. 
We uh, actually, we I, may see some of that. I had a theory about that, not the Doctor Strange movie, about Spider-Man No Way Home. So that Doctor Strange that we saw in that trailer may not be the actual Doctor Strange. Could be one of these uh, Doctor Stranges. So it could be the Doctor Strange that we saw in this in this series, where he's yeah. he's a bit evil, and he's he's willing to experiment and do stuff uh, that the more responsible Doctor Strange wouldn't necessarily do. I just have a feeling the Doctor Strange in that movie isn't. There's something not quite right with him. I'm going to say it is him. Like it's the actual Doctor Strange? Yeah. Okay, he's just having his one... He's in a rebellious phase. He just wants to... This is, Well, he was always rebellious. Like the only reason he wanted to to become a sorcerer was to, uh, to heal his hands. So it's a guy that lost his hands by speeding on a highway. So he's not necessarily a very... Uh, yeah, but I thought he grew from that point, so he's kind of learned to mm. use his powers for good. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But it's not like he's doing it for evil, though. He's he's trying to help out a mate, but yeah, but just maybe doesn't go that well. Well, I don't know. Are they really mates? Yeah. They're just you know they. I don't think they're that that close. They're mates. They <laughs> they are. Uh, they went to that planet together. They went on a trip together. Yeah, yeah I guess road tripped. I, yeah. I just don't think he would do sacrifice. Everyone else, like everyone in the universe, just so that he could help out a friend. I don't think they're that close. I don't think he's that close to anyone. <laughs> we'll, we'll see when the movie comes out, and if it does, then I was, yeah, look. Uh, well, you've already sacrificed your Ryan Reynolds nudes, so it's... Yeah, I was going to say something about Ryan Reynolds nudes, but, like, I've already used them. Yeah. There's nothing more I can do with them. So you give me $2,000 if it's wrong. What do you give me if I'm right? My respect. <laughs> That's... uh. Respect has no value, which, which uh, you know, it's priceless, but... Uh, no monetary value, yeah. But your respect, I don't think it's worth that much. <laughs> anyway. Ryan Reynolds disagrees. <laughs> Let's see what happens, but I think there's something going on with Doctor yeah. Strange in that movie. Last thing we were going to discuss is potential what-ifs. What do you reckon they could do? Season two. Well, they, they, I think they'll try and delve into this phase four a little bit more, so there'll probably be some... Yeah, what if there hasn't been much in Phase 4 yet, so we can't really say, but, and we haven't seen much of it, so I'm guessing there'll be like a Shang-Chi episode and like a, a Black Widow episode with Yelena Beleva and, um, yeah, Eternal stuff and things like that. Miss Marvel, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, the, potentially, I don't think they would introduce characters in a what if situation. Like, I don't think they're going to introduce Fantastic Four. For example, in a what if before they introduce them nah. in a proper movie. Same with X Men. So I don't think we'll see mutants or Fantastic Four. Other things they could do is what if everyone who got snapped in terms of the heroes didn't get snapped and everyone who didn't get snapped got snapped. So they could do a reversal of that and see what could happen. Who would who would be the one that um, sacrifices themselves? Who would do the Tony Stark in that situation? Would be interesting. Other things they could do. So I found a list of what they have done in the comics. So what if Loki found the Hammer of Thor? That's that's one thing. What if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four? That's well, we talked about that earlier. So that's the this first the first uh, comic that was written. They probably won't do that until they introduce Fantastic Four, though. Uh, what if Captain America had not vanished during World War Two? So he ends up living through all the years. What if Phoenix had not died? So this is an X-Men related thing. Yeah, so. they can't really do that until they've introduced those characters. What if the Hulk went berserk? Sure. And what if Thanos joined the Avengers? Which they sort of did, not 
Well, he didn't join the Avengers, but he joined uh, the Ravages. The Ravages, yeah. And and I guess this is just Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, but what if someone else got bitten by the spider? The last one they had was, what if the Avengers defeated everyone? So this is kind of like a injustice situation where the Avengers go a bit rogue and they end up using their powers for bad. The, like an alternate universe where they're all bad? Yeah, that could be interesting. Uh, what if the Punisher's family hadn't been killed? He wouldn't be the Punisher then, would he? Doesn't he turn into the Punisher because of that? Yeah, yeah, he does. So, yeah, th- there's a list there. There's there's possibilities. There's infinite amount of possibilities. Anything else you wanted to cover? No, I think uh, I think that's it from me. Yeah, so we've we obviously recommend the show. It was it was good fun. It was it was a bit of. I still feel like it was a bit of a. I was good, but it was it was kind of like an intermission between the actual MCU TV shows. So I, I had a good time with it, but I'm looking forward to Hawkeye. It's Christmas and things get serious. Uh, and then after that, we've got Miss Marvel coming early in the new year. So those will be good. And then there's all these other shows that they're doing, right? Like Moonlight and She-Hulk. Yes. So there's a yeah. bunch of stuff. We'll be watching Shang-Chi probably when Eternals comes out, unless they release it on Disney Plus before that. But don't doesn't look like they're going to. No, I haven't heard Well, I haven't heard anything, so maybe they will. But either way, we're going to be watching Shang-Chi soon and obviously Eternals soon. So you're going to get episodes of those in the near future. Another thing is DC Fandom, which we talked about last year, they did it for the first time last year. It's happening next week. Should we do an episode on that? Yeah, we might as well. It was good last year. We'll, we'll try do a recap again. Yeah, so that means potentially you're going to get two episodes next week because we already had another one planned as well. So bonus episode for you with DC Fandom. Hopefully there's some proper reveals as well. It's not just a retread of what they did last year, but apparently there's going to be a Batman trailer and I think a Black Adam trailer as well. So there'll be stuff we can talk about. And they're going to show more of that Suicide Squad game. Cool, cool. So if people want to get in touch with us and let us know about what they thought of What If, how do they go about it? Contact us at cognitiverecalibrationpodcast at gmail.com or we're on all other platforms at Cognitive Recalibration. Yes, and if you want to support the podcast, you can do so via giving us a good review on iTunes or your podcast streaming service of choice. That just makes us more discoverable on search engines. So when people search for What If Season 1 Review, they will be able to find our episode in one of the top episodes that are listed. Okay. As I said, well, you're going to get two episodes next week, DC Fandom and one other thing, which will be revealed when it comes out, I guess. So stay tuned for those. Thanks again for all your support. Hope you're all staying safe, and we'll see you next time. See you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.